Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. It's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric. And the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hello and welcome to Fat Mascara. This is Jess. This is Jen. I feel like it's Jess on the line. And this is Jen on the line. Hi, everyone. Hi. We've got a really great show today. I am so excited about our guest. This is quite the coup. Quite the coup. We have the amazing, I mean, you probably know who we have because you read the description. Freaking Lauren Conrad is in the studio. Well, she's in our virtual studio today. 
<laughs> I like the virtual studio. Yeah, Elsie, as she's known. Is she still known as that? You called her that during the interview. I don't know. Was that okay? I feel like it's Elsie. She didn't walk off. I thought it was. She was so, no, not at all. Oh my God, what a doll. Um, So if you don't know who Lauren Conrad is, this is the woman who went from average Orange County teen to pretty much a household name, thanks to the reality series Laguna Beach, The Real Orange County, but more likely actually because of her spinoff show, The Hills. Since then, she's become the ultimate multi-hyphenate. She's written nine books. Just makes me feel like I should just go back to bed. Like this woman does more in a day than I do in a month. So she wrote nine books, uh, co-founded an editorial beauty website, started two fashion lines, launched a kid's clothing line and a home goods line, and now a beauty line, Lauren Conrad Beauty, which is available at Kohl's. She also runs a mission-driven nonprofit fair trade shop called Little Market. Love that name. So cute. And last but definitely not least, she's a fellow podcaster. She hosted the 2019 series Asking for a Friend, which, by the way, Lauren, is an excellent name for a podcast. So she's joining us from California virtually. Let's talk to Lauren. Lauren, you've actually hosted a very successful podcast. So this is a, it's, it's called, by the way, for everyone, it's called Asking for a Friend with Lauren Conrad. Um, so I have to tell you, this is a little intimidating for me to talk to you and and do this really? show with you. <laughs> I love it, really. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so from one podcaster to somebody else who's had a, a much bigger podcast, I have to know, did you like doing the podcast? I did. I um. It was really, I was, I like trying new things. So this was like a Clearly. completely different space for me. And I really enjoyed it. I also did it with a lot of people um, that I knew really well as friends. And it was like an interesting way to sort of introduce and like we talked about um, stories and careers and things that we wouldn't organically have spoken about. Like it was, mm. it was kind of an interview format. So in a way, I kind of got to know some of my friends better, That's which cool. was really interesting. Um, it's a lot of work. Thank you for saying that. It's so much. <laughs> it was way more work than I expected. And yeah, it was surprising. I mean, I I thought it's funny because right when I got on, you were saying, it's so nice. You stroll in your sweatpants. And I was like, oh, this will be so easy. But it was it was way, way more work than I expected. I love that. Lauren Conrad on podcasting. It's yeah. a lot of work. It's I love work. that. Um, but, you know, like, well, first of all, what were they, what was like an episode that you really liked or a conversation that you think about a lot? Uh, one of my favorite episodes we recorded was uh, with one of my best friends, um, Leslie Bruce, who's an author. Uh, she wrote, you're an effing awesome mom. And it was just about motherhood. And it was just like a very honest um, episode. It was actually the first one we aired because I think it was like around Mother's Day. And I just felt like the response for that one was so positive And people were just really excited to hear like a, a very unfiltered conversation about motherhood. So I liked that one. Mm-hmm. Um, do you listen to any podcasts on your own time now? Um, a little bit, but it's mostly like news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than fat mascara, obviously. 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 It's like, yeah, I I uh I yeah, I don't listen to them as much as I used to because I used to listen to them while I drove and I don't really leave my house anymore. Same. Or on the subway and I don't do either of those things. I understand. Yeah. I understand. 
So, okay. I mean, you, you know, were on reality television, you, you know, became an author, you were a fashion designer, you are a domestic goddess, you're all of these things. Um, You've spent a lot of your life in the public eye. So I need to know, how do you think that that has affected your, like your fashion style, your sense of, you know, beauty style? It must have, right? I thought you were going to say mental health. (laughs) We can we can go there. I wasn't going to go there. Was question like, number two. I was like, "Whoa, we're seven. getting deep." Um, I uh, I definitely have to look at myself more than most people, and so I'm able to kind of see what doesn't work a little a little quicker. So um, I don't know. I think it maybe has caused me to be a little safer with my choices, and if I find something that I like or something that I feel like works, stick with it. I mean, it works for like, like Jennifer Aniston, I feel like is like that. When I think about yeah. her, like, I mean, what was, what was the award show that was just on the, like saying the other day? God, like there's like no sense of time. Do we anymore. have Emmys? I don't even remember. Wait, what, what month is it? Okay, well, we're, we're doing October. this. No, I, I wasn't kidding. It's October. Oh, it was, the, it was the Emmys. It was September. And I was like, she's coming out in a black dress. And like diamonds Always. and like the, like the blown out hair. And I was like, I get it. If it works, why would yeah. you veer from it? Why would you start taking risks? Is that mm-hmm. kind of like how you've been? Is that how yeah. you approach it? Yeah, I think that there's definitely like, there's definitely a comfort in the familiar. And I also think that like, there's a certain way that people feel beautiful. And sometimes that means getting really creative with your look and trying new things. And sometimes it just feels like looking like you. So for me, I I like to look a certain way and sometimes I try new things, but um, I always feel really bad for my makeup artist, Amy Nadine Rosenberg, because she very rarely gets to try new things on me. (laughs) She's just like, oh, so the same makeup we've been doing for 12 years? Cool. Do you ever like look at... Because sometimes, I I will tell you this, like sometimes I... um, like I'll get kind of tempted to be like, maybe I'm this person secretly. And I'll like kind of like look at like a, a mo- like a mood board or like I'll take a screenshot and I'll send it to my friend who's like way more fashionable than I am. And he knows who he is. He's listening, I'm sure. And- <laughs> oh, I thought it was me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's a dude. And I'll send it to him. And he's a fashion editor. And he'll be like, mm, maybe, but no. Like, you know, like, like, like you know it's not you. Like, you know, that yeah. down, that's not, not that like it's more, I don't know. You, you just like, you know that that's not you. Like, have you ever had that like desire to be somebody that isn't Elsie, that isn't like Lauren Conrad? Yeah, I, there's, I know exactly what you're talking about because I have one of my very best friends who I've been best friends with best friends with since like kindergarten. Um, she's much hipper than I am. And she wears like wild things that I would never imagine, but they look very cool on her. So I sometimes when I see stuff like that, it's not so much like, I hope I could be this person. It's like, oh, she could pull that off. I couldn't, but like, that's so cool for her. (laughs) That's funny. And you mentioned Amy Nadine in 12 years ago. So I have to bring you back to 12 years ago. This is so funny. I remember in 2008, I went out to LA for your very first fashion show and I interviewed you for a story for Cosmo Girl magazine. Um, I'm not even going to expect you to remember, but I do remember, I looked back at like what we talked about and you said, um, no matter what, you would always be a fan of black winged eyeliner. Is that still the case? 
can you see? <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah. I, I wanted to hear you. I, like, yeah. I thought that might be true, but. Um, yes, that is still true. That's so funny. I Gosh, I loved Cosmo Girl and Cosmo. Yeah, I think it was actually maybe Mark by Avon was like one of the sponsors. They were involved yes. in some way. And I, and Amy, I think, was working with them. And that's how I met her. Um, yeah. I did yeah. a partnership with them for a couple of years and their liquid eyeliner was so good. And then they discontinued it. And I, I literally went on eBay and bought all the liquid eyeliners I could get. And I stored them in my fridge until I was I, like my last one. It was so <laughs> sad. Like the last day where I was like, no, that's it's hilarious. We it was a great formula. Mm-hmm. Okay. So speaking of magazines, well, Cosmo Girl's gone, but so this other, as I haven't you know spoken with you in 12 years, something happened in 2015. I have to bring up because I was like, Lauren Conrad is a freaking goddess. It was Allure magazine, like said you were basic and then you just freaking owned it. You uh, And you said to Cosmo, I'm probably pretty basic, but I'm also happy. So that's okay for me. Bravo to you. And I have to ask, um, would you still describe yourself that way? And what was your thinking on like just totally just calling them out for that? Well, it was it was just funny. I had I think I had just done like my third cover with them, and I I mean that team is so talented, and I was just always like so excited to work with them, and uh, it was it was like a awkward moment where I was like, oh man, because I think I mean I I still kind of feel like it was an insult <laughs> and uh or they it was meant to be that way and i don't know it was just like a weird situation so i was just like guys why are you calling me basic i remember they said something about like sausage curls and i was like come on i don't do that oh, mm-hmm. i thought yeah and i just thought it was like the confidence it took to be like i don't care what the gatekeepers say like this is who i am and i'm happy it just like shut everybody up immediately so anyway i just wanted to say oh. Thanks. Yeah, well I mean, done. I mean, truthfully, I am a little basic. Although I feel like that term has sort of taken on its a new meaning now. Yeah, I was gonna say, what do you think that means? I just the first thing I think of is like, um, is like pumpkin spice things, and just do you know what I mean? It's Delicious. like that. Yeah, it's like the simple pleasures that like they're like a, it's a lot of like guilty. But I don't know. I probably yeah. still am. I don't know. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, yeah, I think that that term has ta- kind of like been so kind of like mowed over so much. And like, if you say basic, then it's, you are. <laughs> like, it's, we're done with that. We're moving yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, let's talk about your beauty line, which is, you know, something that we, we really need to dig into. Okay. Now, you have a lot of experience in the industry. You worked in PR. Many people witnessed the entire thing. Um, you worked for Teen Vogue, which was very exciting for me because I also worked at Teen Vogue. Um, you did a collection, as Jen mentioned, with Mark by Avon. You created and collaborated on the editorial beauty site, the beauty department. I mean, you, you really are not someone who just jumped in like, I want a beauty line. You know, like you, you've been doing the research before you even realized that you were going to have this new beauty line, um, which is launching at Kohl's right around the time that we're recording this. So um, what's interesting to me though, is that, you know, you had created for Kohl's these massive categories, a fashion line, a home line, a, a children's line, which is adorable, by the Thank way. You. Okay. 
my child is dressed in a lot of little, little oh, yes, yeah, thank yeah, 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 you. Yeah, 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 so cute. The bubble rompers. Okay, we'll talk about that <laughs> offline, offline. Okay, <laughs> but why did you go so deep into all of these categories when it seems like beauty is really one of your first loves in areas of expertise? Why did you wait so long? So uh, for me, it's always about finding the right relationship and the right circumstance. And when it came to beauty, um, there were several attempts to develop a line that just didn't pan out. It wasn't mm. right. I was like, we started the process. I was starting to see samples and I was like, I don't think we're on the same page here. And relationships are everything. You know, I, I think that I've been so fortunate to work with Coles because they really are on the same page as me and they, they um, you know, have so many talented people and I really love working with them. And, uh, and, and so I'm kind of spoiled in that way. So then I would go off and, and kind of, have new relationships and then feel like maybe I wasn't being heard or just the quality wasn't there. It wasn't going to get to the right price so, point. So wait, I don't I, mean to interrupt you, but no, I just yeah. want to make sure that I understand that our listeners understand. So you would be, you've been doing all these amazing, you know, all this amazing work with Coles and fashion, the kids and the home, and maybe you were exploring other beauty lines on the side, but it never felt right. Correct. Okay. Yeah, got we, it. we started and stopped the process a couple of times. Okay. Um, and so, you know, with this line, we started it up again like two and a half years ago, uh, not knowing that this would be the year of celebrity beauty lines. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we've been working on it for, yeah, about two and a half years. And it was being able to do a line in the way I wanted to and also doing it at an accessible price point, which was huge. And when you say like, you know, not the same, other brands and other people weren't on the same page as you, I'm certainly not asking you to like, you know, name and shame, oh, yeah. but, but what does that mean? Like, what is the, what is the page you're on? Like, what kind of um, vibes were you looking for? Like, what, what's like your kind of partner? Um, I wanted to, I wanted to do an aesthetic that made sense. A lot of times when you're starting up a new relationship, you're working with someone new, they don't, a lot of people work off history. So let's say they had a line idea? that was really successful. And so they say, okay, well, let's just do that same thing again in a slightly mm. different way. So when I came in with a very strong vision of like, I want it to be this way, I want it to be this way. Um, a lot of times, you know, it's like, well, that doesn't really sell for us or we feel really strongly about this. And it doesn't, it maybe doesn't feel completely on brand for you. And oh. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing was just quality issues, honestly. It was getting it to a place where I felt good. It felt like a, a quality product that I felt really good putting my name on. Yeah, yeah. What does that feel like when someone says to you, that's not on brand for you? Yeah, that, that just like, that well, it's not necessarily funny. for you. It's like, you know, and it, it, it's it's what's going to sell. I mean, at the end of the day, when they're going into a partnership, they need it to be a successful line. So they're saying... We've tried to sell, you know, whatever product, you know, you're talking about X amount of times, doesn't sell, it's not going to work. Um, and I've I've come across this in multiple categories. And I, I think in order to be your own brand and stand alone, you have to do things a little differently. And it might not always work as well as you want it to, but it also is really important to your brand identity. Mm. Was there ever a skew before you did beauty that you fought for and some, you know, marketing person was just like, you know, your footstool's never going to sell or whatever it is, <laughs> and you proved them wrong? Or like, um, that's a good question. Sure. Okay. So, uh, and 
I'm not calling them out because they did let me do it. But I remember early on um, working with Kohl's in apparel, they... It, this was back, there was like a moment where everyone was wearing like chiffon tops and they would just like wear, layer a cami underneath. And they kept saying, we can't sell a see-through shirt. And I was like, well, yeah, everyone knows you just wear a cami underneath. <laughs> and they like, wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. And finally we did it. And then it became like one of our like basics that was in like every line. We would just like update it with prints and trims and stuff. And it became like a really important piece for us. But it was like... I think we, I think we like on the tag was like how to style this. And we like took a moment to educate, you know, a customer that maybe wasn't accustomed to buying something that wasn't lined. Um, so it was different and it ended up working out for us. Um, and I give them a lot of credit for taking that chance because they did not want to. So I got to, I have another question about the line in a second. Mm-hmm. We have a few more questions, but I just like, I'm listening to you speak and I'm like, you know, you're so savvy and comfortable in this, you know, in a business world. And I'm picturing you taking meetings, just like in someone talking to you and you've been like, okay, like, you know, like go like take a hike. Like, you know, you're so <laughs> like poised and you've been around the block. And I'm curious at what point in your career, you know, you're on a reality show and then you're writing books and then you're like this Martha Stewart, like a millennial Martha Stewart, which I'm sure like many people have written and said before, but like, that's how I see you. Like, did you always want to be this like serial entrepreneur? Was this always the long game or did, did you have this like um, aha moment at some point while your peers were doing, you know, Lord knows what. And then you were like, you know what, I'm going to like, like be a multi, you know, entrepreneur. Like, w- did you see this coming? Cause this is very intentional. No. You don't fall into what you're doing. No, you don't. But I mean, this is, you know, my, my career started when I was 18. I'm now 34. So, uh, it, it, it all sort of developed organically. So I obviously- really? Oh yeah. So I started off, I just I just really wanted to design clothing. It's what I loved. It's what I wanted to do since the third grade, weirdly. I don't know why, <laughs> but it was just what I always wanted to do. And so once I got into that, it just slowly grew. And, you know, I would expand into different categories when they felt right. So um started getting into home when I had my first like real home that I was like decorating and making feel like a home. Um, you know. I would move into things like maternity when I was pregnant. And now, you know, I have two children. So I did a kid's line and I never wanted to do anything just to do it. I never wanted to do anything that felt forced, but I always feel like when you see a void, that's the business opportunity. So like when I'm shopping for my kids and I'm seeing really cute stuff, but I don't want to spend $50 on a bubble romper, right? you know, I'm saying, okay, well then that I can do that, you know? Um, and I actually pushed for kids for a while with Cole. So I was really excited we finally got to do it. But, uh, you know, it was just, it was taking on things when I felt like it was appropriate and I had enough time and energy to, to dedicate to, to grow that category. Um, but yeah, we never really jumped into things. Mm. Is the, I'm thinking about the void that might have been there that, that urged you to create the beauty line. Uh, Jess and I are like in love with the accessibility of the price. Yes. You also have the sustainable message. But what did you think of like as I'm not seeing it out there? And of course, we could talk two years ago because as you said, this summer, yeah. so many lines so have many. launched. But but what was that void? It was, I. so I started seeking out cleaner formulas the first time I was pregnant. And I was, especially when it came to color, I felt like there was a bit of a compromise there. Like I wanted lipsticks that I felt like had a really great payoff and a good, you know, texture. And I wanted, I just wanted 
uh, my makeup to to look like it always did, but just being cleaner formulas. And I was I was sort of picking choosing from different lines. So um, I started thinking, you know, if, if I'm having this struggle, I'm sure other people are too. And also, I started to become a little bit overwhelmed by the beauty industry. There's so much out there and it's all kind of different messaging and and so many products that I didn't even know I needed. I was just like, I I wanted to create a line that was very user-friendly. It was very simple. The SKU count was small. Um, I didn't ever want to overwhelm people. And I wanted to do it in a, a way that I felt was correct. So that meant um, cleaner formulas. I wanted ethically sourced ingredients, um, vegan formulas. I wanted to design packaging that could all be recycled and then where possible use post-consumer materials or like a lot of our tubes and cartons are um, made from sugar cane. So I, I wanted to do it in a way I felt really good about so that people like me could just buy a product, feel good about it. And... Yeah. Can we talk about that lipstick case? Because, (laughs) you know, we're beauty editors and thank Mm -hmm. you for sending us some samples in advance. Thank you. And we were both like, how is this recyclable? Lipstick cases are very hard to make 100% recyclable. Did you like have to like make a new mold? Like how'd that work out? I'm going to be honest. It was just luck. They had just developed it (laughs) and they said, you can can have it first. We we were going to, yeah. We were going to different people saying like, what do you have to offer? Like, what is, what's the newest, most eco-friendly packaging you have? And, you know, instead of, typically when you would do a line, you, um, you know, you work with a design studio and they they design like a be- beautiful packaging for you and then you make it. We, we were really flexible with this. We had a vibe, we had aesthetics, we had colors and stuff, but we wanted to each piece say, what is the best option here for this formula and this product. And, you know, for some that meant like, okay, well, we we don't want to use a pump here. And we we want to, you know, we found these great tubes, so we're going to use these for as many products as possible. So we're really flexible with how we approached packaging. Um, and the lipstick was just lucky. So it's, um, it's just a single component. So as soon as you're done with the product, you can throw the entire thing in a recycle bin um, because it's all the same material. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Well that was done. Just luck. I want to take more credit. <laughs> <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. 
please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honeylove. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Allo Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just (laughs) going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20.
And and so you also were doing skincare. Let's talk about skincare. Um, mm-hmm. There is so much scrutiny anytime anyone launches a new skincare brand, let alone someone who's not a facialist or dermatologist who is, I'll, I'll call you a celebrity because to me you're a celebrity. Um, like Rihanna got a lot of scrutiny, Kylie Jenner. Um, what was your thinking about breaking into that category? Were you anxious at all? I mean, I feel like you could do a winged liner that would be the best winged liner. No one's going to question it. But what were your feelings about skincare? Um, I mean, this whole thing has been is as paddle. I've had a lot of anxiety. Really? <laughs> well, you I mean, see, the you beauty seems so like cool, calm, and collected. That, like, oh. I, can't, I can't imagine you ever having anxiety. Oh, talk to my husband. He's had to deal <laughs> with it. I, I was like, if I had a William, I would never be anxious. Can I just tell our listeners? I logged on five minutes early. Her setup was already up. Blank, beautiful background that's perfectly styled. Fancy mic. And then her husband pops on to fix the audio. No big deal. Fixes it in two seconds. I was like, what's to be anxious about? Yeah. No, I like him a lot. <laughs> things about you. <laughs> so thank you. Um, so yeah, back to skincare. Sorry. So yeah, no, no. I think it's really fair. I mean, listen, I, and uh, I went into this knowing that. I said, I'm... I'm not a dermatologist. I'm not an esthetician. I, and the approach was similar to makeup. I wasn't creating a line for makeup artists. I was creating a line for people like me who just want to use very easy products. So we wanted to do a very simple system. Um, you know, we developed, uh, you know, face cream and face wash for different skin types. But other than that, it was just like, you know, uh, a, a wash. We had a, um, a balm for, you know, heavy makeup days. And yes. toner, oil, um, and cream. And so I, I wanted it, again, like not to be overwhelming. And I also wanted it to be something where like you can kind of work in your own like more specialty products that you would buy from a dermatologist. Mm. So like right now, I'm like a lot of people struggling with acne because of uh, face masks. And that's new to me. So I'm I'm um, including some acne products in with the face system that I've been using, you know, now for almost a year. So do you, when you like are developing or when you were developing the skincare line, were you talking to friends or were you talking to people on your Instagram? Like, what do you want from a face, a skincare line? Or is it just intuitive? Because you know, I mean, you, you're working with Kohl's. It's such a tremendous brand. I'm sure this stuff isn't just kind of like knee jerk, like, you know, hey, this is what I feel like doing. You know, you must have some kind of sense of what this massive audience wants. Yeah, so like I said, I'm not asking you, know, you to spill the secret. You know, no, not the, the at all. I, I so you know, companies like Kohl's, they really love information and mm-hmm. history. So we started this whole process with like, I mean, they had surveys and test tests. I mean, it's like an inch thick this packet. So wow. it was like, do you prefer this or this? And so we went in informed, um, but also wanted to do things our own way. So for example, the vitamin C oil, I felt really strongly about that. I really love a vitamin C oil. I've used them for years. Um, wanted to develop one that I that I really felt good about. And we did. And that is something that traditionally hasn't sold for Kohl's, but it's actually, I, I want to say like the number one skew for them right now that it's launched. Oh, wow. So yeah. So it's, again, it's, it's going in informed but understanding like if you're looking to gain a customer, you know, you have to keep that in mind. If you're looking um, to maybe give her something that she's not being offered right now, I, I think these are all things to to consider yeah. when you're developing. And again, like I wanted to keep it very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the- So vitamin you know, C is the sheer shirt of your beauty line. This is like, you're like, I it's told you what? so product. This, like the sheer shirt, oh, the like sheer in fashion. Shirt. You're like- <laughs> 
think it was I told you so. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I I fought for it and it worked out. Yeah. I hadn't. Thank you, by the way. I'll bring that up in our next meeting. <laughs> I think it's really interesting that um, you know that you you know, you're, you are a celebrity and, you know, you could really have decided, you know, I want to do the, and I'm not comparing you to like another, you know, kind of peer group celebrity, but like, just for like, you know, argument's sake, you could have done, done like the row thing and say like, oh, I just want to make super, super ultra, ultra fancy clothes. And that's the way I want to go. You really decided to become very accessible and it's worked in your favor. Um, I was telling your publicist like in the weeks leading up to this, I think I mentioned like four times, I'm like, I love the leggings. I love the leggings. I love it. Oh, like, I, lo- I love your leggings. I'm wearing them now. You are? They're, yes. Look at you. They're, they're my favorite. <laughs> They're my favorite. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, I love the bubble onesie, like I told you. Like, I really love the line. And, you know, I think it's just interesting that you decided to go this way. And I'm curious, like, why you chose this path. I mean, it, it's worked out for you. But not every person in your, like, kind of your group of celebrity peers, I think, would have doubled down the way you did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I've chose the row, but those girls also went. Yeah, they they have a foothold in both, so it's a weird example. I chose. They, they uh, so, Elizabeth and James has a yeah, line of Nicole. Exactly. Yeah, they're yeah. right next to you. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, so, I mean, for me, when it comes to having like being able to do an accessible price point, it's sort of a question of why not. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I don't. There's there's really not a reason not to as long as you can do it in the right way. So like like I said we were able to check all those boxes and make sure ingredients were ethically sourced like we weren't we were able to do it. And and again I was able to do it because of my partnership with Coles as well. So you know, I'm I'm grateful for that, but there's not really a a reason to do it another way for me. And and again when we were when we were, you know, years ago meeting with different people, I did I did at one point take a meeting with like a higher end makeup line. And I it wasn't a meeting that made me feel good. It was like I felt very like it was he was very critical. He wasn't very friendly in the meeting. It was sort of like, why should we work with you? And it it wasn't like a feel-good experience. And for me, when it comes to beauty, like that's not what it should be about. Like beauty lines should make you feel you know, comfortable in your own skin and, um, you know, embrace your beauty. And it was just like, well, that's not, that's not the vibe I'm going for. I, I, le- I yeah, I, I left that meeting feeling awful. And I was like, that's kind of the opposite. I feel like, I don't know. So I just are wanted you someone to someone that is yeah. like, are you a gut check kind of person? Like, does that how you make decisions? I, you know, you make a lot of decisions in your career. You mean just like going off like a gut feeling? Yeah. Yeah. Because It I'm drives like, I'm everybody always, else crazy. <laughs> well, I'm always torn because I'm very logical. So I want to like weigh all the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. But I, I hear you saying like I left the meeting and like I just didn't feel it. Yeah, you got to feel good about what you do. I mean, it makes a difference. You can tell when people are creating products and they love what they do, it shows. And I, I don't know. Also, like, again, going back to partnerships, like work with people that, that bring you like that are positive and are fun to work with and make you feel good. And like, you guys can create something great together. Don't, yeah. 
I mean, I worked, I worked in, in publishing, so I did enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh no. I, oh my God, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. Um, Jen and I both work in publishing. Um, okay, then you know. Not anymore. I work in podcasting now. <laughs> yeah. But, but I never had to work at Teen Vogue. So <laughs> that was, I mean, I mean, that was a little different because we were doing it for TV. But I, I remember true, true. at one point, like, they, I mean, they didn't care. We were on the cover of the magazine and they did not care. They were like, get out of our way, interns. <laughs> <laughs> what was, um, this was on our list of questions, but now it just it just came to me. Um, what was one of your, I'm just going to say most memorable. You can, you can take it any way you want. Most memorable experiences working in publishing. Oh, man. Or, or formative. Uh, How about that formative? Informative. You know, the, the one... I would say the best takeaway from my experience working in publishing was just a timeline. I think going into it, I was like, wow, we shoot everything so far ahead of time. I mean, I had no idea because then when I would go into apparel, I was like, oh, it's way, I mean, you're in summer. You're always, I mean, you know, you're always shooting off. Yeah. So it's like, you're always sweating in summer and like scarves and yeah. we, we just shot holiday in my backyard. And I was like sweating. <laughs> um, so I think that was the, that was the, the best part was I kind of got an idea of how the timeline worked. The, um, you know, behind the scenes, like I, I, it's always coming back to relationships, but how important relationships are, whether you're working in in beauty or um, fashion, like these people love to work with their friends. So, th- you know, that is important. That is an excellent takeaway. Oh, good. Thanks. No, that, that is, that's really good. That's really good. Um, okay. What drives you? you You've done so many things. Um, it's interesting. You said it wasn't like, you know, next I'm going to do, you know, automotive, you know, I don't know. Oh man, no. (laughs) (laughs) But like, what is the next thing? You know, like what do you, what motivates you to get up and think of like the next territory? I don't want to say conquer. That sounds so like, you know, aggressive, but like, what drives you to keep going? I I love learning new things and having new experiences. So like the last couple years have been such an education to me and I it's wild. So uh, right now the, I'm not driven to do anything new because after this year of launching Kids and Beauty, I'm like, I'm going to take a beat um, and I'd like to make sure, you know, these lines are grown properly. Um so, so nothing is driving me right now. But That's okay. I think once I feel really comfortable and I feel like, you know, the brand has become kind of a well-oiled machine, you know, you establish a team and you you kind of get more comfortable and you establish trust there. Like, okay, they get it. And, you know, you you have a better working relationship. I think at that point, then it's like, okay, well, what's next? What can we do now? Um, but nothing right now. I love that. Okay. Um, I think you deserve a break. And what (laughs) take some time? And what do people get wrong about you? What is it? What what do you think? Maybe people misunderstand, if anything. I don't know because I don't really like. I don't really read things about myself, Um, so I'm not really sure what the current opinion of me is. To be honest, I kind of stopped paying attention to any of that because it's. It's not really beneficial. Um, I think I'm I'm alerted when something's important and something needs to be corrected, or um, you know I should know about something. But for the most part, I'm not I'm not really sure. I love that. I think 
I think that's probably good advice. I was even thinking, not not in media, but even if these partnerships that you were talking about, like people might come in with preconceived notions, like, okay, we're going to do it and it's going to be cream colored because I've seen you in cream. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just... They're not wrong. um, (laughs) It's going to be blush. (laughs) It's a gorgeous shade. So, well done. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's not just like the media. It's like, because even in your real life, but... I, I like I like your confidence. I'm impressed by it. All right, we're going to get to know you even better, regardless Ooh. of the questions, because we do a little speed round at the end of all of our interviews. Okay. Um, so let's get into it, shall we? It's the same questions we ask every guest. So of course, you know, we're going to compare you to every other fat mascara guest afterwards. Great. What's the first beauty? Great, great. She says, "What's the first beauty and grooming product you fell in love with? Beauty or grooming? Like you remember when you were little?" Oh, uh, the first, it's really funny because it's like the product I use the least now, but I really loved eyeshadows. Um, I think in like middle school, I was allowed to start wearing makeup and I would just always match like an eyeshadow to whatever top I was wearing. (laughs) And I think it just, what brand? Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a brand. It was like, um, it was like one of those big caboodles for Christmas, like, with oh, like, where all like the, the color shade. payoff was yeah. zero. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yes. Which is probably good. It was just like a light wash. So I just I don't know. I remember thinking of like like that was makeup. Eyeshadow was makeup. Like I wouldn't, I didn't consider blush or you know, anything on my face or skin. I was just like, I want to wear eyeshadow. It was always the sparkly. I saw the colors in the little case. Totally. Okay. Who's the celebrity that you know you'd be best friends with? Like someone you haven't met that you're just like, we'd get along. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't really. It's awful. Honestly, my first thought was like, I don't have time for another friend. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I was gonna like just I was like I was like I'll share Kim Kardashian's answer with you. She said Marilyn Monroe just to give you an idea of like oh we're living or dead. We're we're going. Uh, She was the first I think to pick someone not living. Is that right, Jess? Yeah. Okay. Uh, William, who do you think? Oh, you can't hear. (laughs) I think you can hear. (laughs) If I could pick a celebrity to be best friends with, who would it be? Do I talk about anybody? Can you think of anyone? Monty Don. No, I don't think I'm a dork. No, yeah, give Say us the, it. give us the dork one. You're not even gonna know who it is. That's the best of the best I can do. He said, "It's a, it's an older gentleman who's a gardener named Monty Don." Is he gardener? <laughs> like, 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 so like, I love this. I love plants? this for you. Oh yes. Are most gardeners? Your, are are most, Lauren? Are most of your friends just like normal people? I mean, pretty normal. What do you mean no, by normal? Non, like non, like, like not fa- non celebrities, right? Just like normal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's reassuring. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That. Okay. Except for Monty Don, who we're going to somehow <sighs> connect you with. Guys, just give him like a give him ten minutes. Like, just go on. Oh, I love be plants. On. I'm all into this. I'm oh, this do- is actually like in in like like deep in quarantine. My husband and I were binging this show because it is so relaxing. It's like a weekly gardening show. It's just beautiful gardens and people talking about them and it's feel-good television. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, bonus points if he has a British accent, but if not, that's fine yeah, it's too. BB, it's BBC. I think- I knew it. Like, I knew, as you described it, I was like, yeah. it sounds like that. Like, yes, I'm there. Yes, for, it was good. Okay, Easier question. What's your yeah. favorite indulgent snack? And please be specific. 
my favorite indulgent snack. Right now it's anything with noodles. And I think they just like make me feel happy. So I've been buying like pack, like ramen noodles in, in bulk. The, it's not healthy. <laughs> it's not sodium. good for me. So good a lot of sodium soul. in them, but so yeah. much. Okay, what song pumps you up when you need like an energy boost or where you're getting ready to go out or come on a what? podcast? Or- <laughs> Gosh, I haven't really been listening to, to a lot of music lately. And honestly, if I do, it's like very mellow in the house. Um, uh, the most pump up I can think of is, um, this came out a while ago now, but we still keep listening to it, is... Um, uh, yes, the chicks, uh, Gaslighter. I feel the like chicks. Yeah. Lose the Dixie, keep the chicks. I like it. That's what's happening. <laughs> You're like, amazing. <laughs> and then last question. So at the end of the show, we raise a wand to something we're obsessed with. It's a little mascara wand. That's our lingo oh. for something you're obsessed with. So what do you want to raise a wand to right now? And it can be anything. Oh, it can? Yeah. Anything. Can it be Can it be one of my products? Of course. Is that too... Is that t- no. no, and then I'll tell gross? you which of your products I like when you're done. Go oh, ahead. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know. Um, right now, because we've just launched the skincare portion, I we did an all over balm that I'm. That's what I was with. gonna say. Really, it's so it's, good. Wait, question: Do you yeah. keep the little pla- like the little film plastic bubble that comes on it? Do you no. have to keep that? Okay, you don't. I was no. about to recycle it, and then I was like, oh, what if it's such a moist product that it was going to dry <laughs> no, it out? Doesn't. Okay. I mean, I don't want to say— Continue talking it, about it because it, it's so good. Go ahead. Yeah. I, we just had—I just had it—we uh, went we went glamping, and I left it in like a hot car all day long, and it didn't melt. So I don't Amazing. think you would need that. Um, so that's my—yeah, I just—it was like on my list. I had a couple things where I, when we went into the development process, I was like, I want this. I really love balms, um, and I love something that you can just keep in your purse. I use it for everything. I use it, obviously, as a balm for like my lips or chapped skin. I also use it as a highlighter on my face. I use it for flyaways. I use it um, mm, on my eyebrows fun. to tame them. Like, I just—it's one of my favorites. I love it. It's great. So the line's oh my beautiful. Gosh, this was so fun. Yeah, I have to tell you before we go, I'm wearing shell lipstick and I have oh. on the peony um, on my cheeks, which is gorgeous. So congrats you. on your line. It's fast. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thanks this is fun. Wasn't that a wonderful interview? It, it was like I was soothed just listening to her and looking at her space. She lives that brand that she has created. It just, she was early. Her mic was set oh up. My, she was, there was so this, early. Like, gorgeous pastel, pastel beachy backdrop. Like we had sound difficulties and then they were just fixed, like they, magic. They were, they were like sorted out immediately, efficiently. She had beautiful... Not like, by staff, by her and her husband. Like, they are like... I want to go over their their house for a dinner party. Everything about her was pleasant. Controlled, pleasant, yes. professional. And that line is... I'm going to be raising a wand to some of that stuff coming up in the future because I already have a few favorites from the line. Oh, that's really nice. Right now, shall we... Shall we raise a wand? Oh, yes. also, just a reminder, if you guys want to raise a wand and be on our Tuesday show, email us your voice memos at info at fatmascara.com or call us 646-481-8182. Leave a little voicemail. Jess, why don't you hit us with your Thursday raise a wand? Okay, here's my Thursday raise a wand. So 
Um, you know, lately with me, it's been a little bit of a hodgepodge of products that I'm into, foods I'm loving, TV shows, things like that. But um, so now you, you know if I'm raising a wand to a product, I really love it because I've been a little uninspired lately. Okay, I am mm-hmm. not so for the Elf Ride or Die lip balm. They're an advertiser, as you know, but I am shouting them out. Like, this is pure editorial right now, guys. This is pure editorial. (laughs) I am psychotic about the Elf Ride or Die lip balm in Tough Cookie. It is only $5. Yes, only $5. It is a moisturizing lip balm, but it kind of has like a glossiness to it. You squeeze it out of the tube. It's a very thick bomb. So you have to like really kind of pinch it. It comes out. It's a little sticky. So you might be like, eh. You just like pat it on. Like there's a little tacky at first, but then it stays on. It gives you this like, like kind of coating. My problem with lip gloss sometimes, it's like it gives you a little payoff, but then like 30 seconds later, it's done. And then you need to reapply. You ate it. It's gone. You ate it, yeah. No, this one has a waxy, occlusive yes. texture to it. I know exactly the product you're talking about. Yeah, it's it, it's on for a while. And it gives you also this, um, this like finish that as, you know, as you get older, guys, youngins, <laughs> I feel like my lips shrunk <laughs> a little bit. And they need, I guess this is why people get lip filler. They need something to just give it like like a like a like a sexy, like like I'm making this face like um what's her Jennifer? What's is her Jennifer lit what's her name from the Coolidge? Yes, yes, thank you. God bless you. I was like Jennifer. Because I saw your face and I was like, that's her like trout lip funny face. Yes, or yeah, from yeah. Legally Blonde, all the beautiful like Christopher Guest movies. Um, you know, she that little like, you know, sexy plump lip face. Like I I want that. <laughs> it gives you that plumpy. <laughs> and this little tube is faking it. Yes, I exactly. Yeah. And it lasts. And it has like a like a not a bad taste. I just think it's the best. And it's only five bucks. So anyway, I hope I've sold you because I just think it's awesome. We took a journey on that one. Uh, and I think you sold everybody for sure. Jennifer Coolidge in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the tagline that Elf Cosmetics wants. Um, okay, I am going to raise a wand to a hair product. Davinus, this is a hilarious name for a hair product. This is a shimmering mist. I kid you not, that's the name. Quote, this is a shimmering mist, end quote. So in case you weren't clear what that is, it's actually not quite shimmery, but here is what it's excellent at. Since I've been letting more of my gray hair come in and my white hair come in, anybody out there with grays or white hairs um, knows that they tend to have a different texture and they tend to just point upwards and outwards rather than down. So you look like your hair is frizzier than it is when it happens to be gray. So I've been trying out lots of products and I don't want to put serum because I don't want to weigh down my roots and I don't want to put like gels. They end up like just putting crispy, this finish crispy. on grays that they look duller. 
So I've been using my regular styling, and then I just spritz the grays with a little Davinus. This is a shimmering mist, which is not, it doesn't have a shimmer in it. It's just like a shine mist, but a very, very fine shine mist mm. with, I think, maybe a tiny bit of hold, but not a hairspray-like hold. And it's just such a finer mist than any other shine spray I've had, so it doesn't weigh it down at all. And then I just sort of, so I mist it all over, and then I squeeze it into my gray hairs, because, you know, they all come in one big yeah. clump on my head. and then. Voila, they sort of tamed down a little bit. So I was going online like I always do to check reviews to make sure I'm not the only one who loves this. I kid you not on the Davinus site, the first review I read and I was like, done, we're sold, was another person with gray hairs that was like, this is the only thing that kind of works on my gray hair to sort of smooth it without making it look tacky and stuck down. So I know it's all, it could also work on any texture hair, any color hair for a little bit of shine and smoothing. But I think if you have those grays, um, this is this is definitely something to try, and you just need a. It's not a cheap product, but you only need a tiny spritz to get the craze under control. So I'll put a link on the blog to that. You've sold me. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? I'm not yeah. going to say the hairline grays. I feel like that's a different. You need a little edge control for like the flyaways on the hairline. I'm talking about the top. The, of the pokey head, pokies. Kind of like halo frizz halo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I'll check yeah. it out. All right. Fun. Okay, I'll see. Well, we'll see you guys. No, we'll hear you. We'll project at you next week. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at Fat Mascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. 